Hi there, I'm your host Kate. I grew up in Seattle, Washington around friends that were entrepreneurs or had parents that were. Throughout my different ventures, I came to a realization that I enjoy talking to people about their careers and listening to their inspiring stories. One day, I thought to myself, why not record these conversations and make it into a podcast? So here we are, and now these stories are available to you with the hope that you'll also find them inspiring. In 2008, India had been diagnosed with a rare brain tumor. She was told that she had as little as six months to live. She went to the doctor and discussed her lifestyle from what she ate to what she put on her skin. The latter question created the aha moment. She did not know what she was putting on her skin, but had found a purpose. If she survived the surgery and recovered, She made it her mission to create change and empower others to live their healthiest life. That was when the idea of Indie Lee came to existence. Join us on this episode as Indie shares how she created her brand and skincare line that you may have seen in stores such as Nordstrom, Ulta Beauty, Sephora, and Neiman Marcus. Thank you so much for joining our show today. Um, we're really excited to um, ask some questions about your story and how and your cosmetic brand, Indie Lee. My pleasure. I'm excited to be here, and I always love talking in all things beauty. So I'm going to take a few steps back. You weren't always in the cosmetic industry, right? No, no. Actually, I'm a CPA. So I started my career at Ernst & Young, and then I went over to HBO, and I worked for them for about eight, nine years. And then I left and uh, did some career development and coaching, and then I got very involved with the farm-to-table movement before I even ventured into this. So it looks like you do have some business background since you're yeah. CPA, uh, but did you ever imagine starting your own brand or business? No, no, I really, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, when I was in accounting and in finance, I never, I always thought I was going to be someone in corporate America, um, always working for a big company, etc. I don't think that I ever really thought about it. When I was younger, I thought I was taking over a family business, but I never thought that I'd start my own. Many years ago, they were in the um, corporate printing and um, was going to take it over. And then when I was in college, it closed. So I had plan B and I became an accountant. So tell me about why you wanted to start Indie Lee. Sure. So I really had no plans to ever go into beauty. I've always been a lotions and potions junkie. I love skincare. I love beauty products. Um, but as a user <laughs> and for fun, for color and things like that, as you can see the bold pop of red on my lips, like that's what I saw it as. And then um, in 2008, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and I couldn't work in the greenhouse that I built. I have a 750 square foot greenhouse in my backyard. So I couldn't work in there. I couldn't work on the farm that I put under production. 
and um, started making some products, just using ingredients from my nephew who was about to be born because I didn't want anything on his tush that could potentially be harmful. And um, about the same time that I was kind of just making those products for my sister, I started to lose my vision out of my left eye. And I immediately went to the doctor on November 4th, 2008, scan and 45 minutes later, he called and he told me you need to come in. And I made him tell me what it was before I got in the car and he said, you have the keys in hand? And I was like, in my hand, I'm getting in the car right now, what is it? And he said, you have a brain tumor. And I said, I'll see you in 15 minutes. And as everybody who's, you know, knows me, um, it was the most powerful day of my life. I've, I'm so lucky. I've given birth to two children. I, those are the highlight, my kids are the highlight of my life, but that was the most powerful day because I realized in that 15 minute drive that I wasn't actively participating in my life. I was a passenger. I was checking the boxes of what I need to accomplish and not actually living full out. And that's when I said that for whatever Whatever this is, something powerful is going to happen from it. But more importantly, every day from this point on, I'm going to live with purpose, passion, and be fully present. And I'm so proud to say, uh, you know, I even put it on my Instagram today, like, I'm still living that. I'm absolutely still making sure. I have bad days, but I still live with those three Ps. Um, when I finally, when I saw it, the doctor, he said, you need, it doesn't look like cancer, and it wasn't, but you need to go see some specialists. So off I went. And they would basically say, I'm so sorry, there's very little we can do. You have about six months left. You need to get your affairs in order and spend as much time with your children as possible. And I would consistently say no. I knew something bigger was going to come from this. And when I went to the neuroendocrinologist between my first two specialists, he said, you know, it's like, how is this happening? Nobody has this, I know. He said, we're seeing more and more of these things tied to the environment. So of course I pushed, you know, back and I'm like, are you kidding me? I've got a greenhouse. I'm growing organic food in the backyard. What are you talking about? He's like, of course that's part of your environment. Let me ask you, it could be what you're breathing. What do you put on your skin? What did your mother use when she was pregnant with you? And all of a sudden, boom, that was the aha moment when I realized, oh my God, that's what this is about. I am going to create a line that's safe, that's effective, that looks beautiful on a shelf. 2008, Clean Beauty did not look very pretty on a shelf. In fact, you pretty much couldn't find it on a shelf. And more importantly, I want to educate and empower others to live the healthiest version of their life and really create change in the industry. Um, and also find a doctor that would give me a shot at living. And so fortunately for me, um, I found a doctor who said he's willing to do surgery on April 22nd. I walked into the surgical suite, said today's a great day to live. And when I woke up many hours later and I opened my eyes, I was able to see completely out of both of them. And that's when the surgeon said, you got everything and welcome to the rest of my life. And so this is really about so much more than just products on a shelf for me. This mm -hmm. is about creating change. This is about empowerment. This mm -hmm. is an all clean. I'm not a fear monger. I believe 80, 20, I'm not always wearing and doing everything clean, live your life fully. So that's kind of how I got into this. And you know, I, I woke up from surgery and about, I don't know, four hours later, I called my web developer and I said, okay, we can turn the website on in a half an hour, not in a half an hour, in a month, let's go. And I did oh, all I was ready. I was so ready for this change. Yeah. And at that moment, you had already started creating products in your house? Yes. Okay. But they, they, yeah. you weren't selling them yet, right? They were just no, for your no. nephew and just family yeah I mean, like some people but I wasn't really selling them you know when you're given six months to live you get to decide and get really clear on how you're going to spend it 
Yeah. And I was going to find a doctor who was going to give me a chance or figure mm-hmm. out something else that would, you know, basically um, help me live. And then I was spending as much time I could with my kids who were five and eight at the time. And when they were in school, I was talking to every dermatologist, oral therapist, naturopathic doctor, reading every book I could on, you know, on beauty, DIY beauty products. I mean, I just went full in and um, I had products ready to go. Now they weren't as sophisticated as the products we have now are. I, I obviously now, you know, 13 years later, I work with some of the leading chemists in the world. It's very different. But I am proud to say that the coconut citrus scrub, which is still in the line today, is one of my first products that I ever formulated in my kitchen. I was just thinking back to 2008, and I don't believe at that point there were many products that were um, just more cautious about what they're using and making it environmentally safe and also safe for your skin. So you had to, like, how did you know what products to use? Or did you have to always refer to a dermatologist? No, no. I mean, the truth is you don't even need a dermatologist to approve mm-hmm. things. I just want to seek and get information because again, I was an accountant. Um, but when I first started, I did a lot of reading and talking, but you know, you knew what ingredients like jojoba, you know, these are some of these products, these ingredients rather have been tried and true for years. Salt as a soak in your bath. You know what I mean? Knowing that I can use coconut oil and um, sugar and jojoba and lemon balm and vanilla, you know, like I knew that was something that we can use to make a scrub. So it was just really like that. And they were very rudimentary products, very simple. And, you know, I've always believed, try to use as little as possible in many products. Our squalene facial oils, which is one of our best sellers to this day, is just one ingredient. Wow. I used to go to a store and pick up a product and not really know what's in it. And I'll look on the back and there's like a hundred different names and it doesn't make sense to me. I just use it. And yep. now that you're actually sharing the story with me, I'm, I realize even more what you put on your skin makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Skin's the largest organ. And I would say, you know, you go to the store and you have a you know bottle or whatever, and you immediately pick it up and you read the label, right? That's the first thing you do when you're shopping for food. Well, this is food for your skin. So what, why aren't you doing that? Now, do I have products that have a list of ingredients? Of course, as you're getting into some of the more performance-based and you need actives and whatnot to keep you stable, 1,000%. But by and large, we try to keep it, you know, we want to make sure we're having actives that are doing what you're intended the product to do and that we're not just putting in fillers, that we're using products that are good for you and good for the environment. When you first started your website, I imagine that you were just recovering from your surgery and you went home and told your family that you're thinking of starting a cosmetic brand. No, I they, you know, it's so funny. When I went to the doctor and he said it could have been something as simple as what I was putting on my skin, I left the doctor's office and walked into the waiting room and my best friend who still is, works with us today, um, I said, Dana, starting skincare line that's what this is all about my family knew this was what i was going to do i was going to create this line that was my mission that was my purpose that was why i was going to live in addition to being a mom um, and a wife and a daughter and those things but that was my purpose and i got really clear with it so my family nobody was shocked when i said okay i'm ready to turn the site on (laughs) like i was ready i just i wanted to go i wanted to start my life 
I wanted to start this new version of what my life was going to look like now that I was taking control of it. Was that always your personality? I was very shy. I was an introverted introvert. You wouldn't know that I was in a room. I have people from high school who like, you know, Facebook, everybody connected, like, oh my God, we went to high school together. I'm like, we carpooled regularly. Like what? Like, you know, it was, I mean, granted, I look different. I don't know that I look that different, but apparently, but people are just, they're shocked. My friends and I said, oh my God, we would have never pictured you willing to take, you know, a microphone and get out on a stage and talk to thousands of people and own it because you love what you do. And I think that's a lot of it too. When you get really clear and live with purpose and live with passion and be very present, Mm -hmm. you can't help to be different. Like, I used to be that person who dwelled on the past or worried about the future. Now I'm living for the now. And you just become this very different person because you love your life and you want to, you want to enjoy every moment of it. Yeah. No, that's really good to hear because there's so many, um, especially with the recent years in 2020 and 2021, um, the lockdown happened. And life started changing really quickly for people. Um, People start to realize what's more important to them. And a lot of folks left their jobs, so known as the great resignation, um, to find something with more purpose or a job that's more fulfilling for them. Um, I know for you, you kind of was given the opportunity to clearly see what your purpose was, but for someone that's still looking for their purpose, do you have an do you have advice for them? How do that's they really? Wow, I'm I'm truly honored by that question. Um, you know, I think it's a lot goes to a lot of exploration and trusting your gut. You know, when something lights you up, I can tell you, accounting never lit me up. Just it just didn't. It's not that I didn't enjoy. I love traveling. I love being part of HBO. Don't get me wrong but I didn't light up. And I think you, you need to get clear on what it is. And then what is that purpose about? What's lighting you up? And then how does that translate into something that you can do either as a career or if it's not, how, how can you incorporate it into your life? Whether it's a hobby, whether it's a, you know, an extracurricular or whether it's volunteering or any of those things. But I think you need to bring more into your life of what truly brings you joy. I was very lucky because that was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I was like, I need to create change in this industry. I need to do this. Mm -hmm. But I think for people who don't know what that is, I think it comes to exploration. What brings you joy? What lights you up? You had young children at the time. Mm -hmm. I believe you shared they were five and eight. Yep. And they've seen you go through the stage of starting your brand to yeah. now you're going, um, I think, I believe you're doing like tours and <laughs> yeah, I know that. yeah. you're meeting so many people. And I, I see that all the time and they are so inspired by your brand and your story. How are your kids like, do are they entrepreneurial now? Have you inspired them? Oh my gosh, you know, so funny you should ask that. You know, I, it, wow, I love these questions. Most people don't ask these type, and I, I just, I love it because I'm having these conversations. So um, I would say 
my son is entrepreneurial. He's actually the quiet one. He's like the more, I always say he's very much like me, but my daughter looks exact. I mean, like exactly like me. If you look on my heart, <laughs> oh yeah. People are like, whoa, um, she is my mini me. Um, and I don't know that she's as entrepreneurial mm-hmm. as he is, whereas he's definitely like, okay, how can I do this? And he's now, you know, as someone who's, you know, four years in Boulder, Colorado, you know, um, at CU Boulder, he's now like, okay, what does that look like for me now? Mm-hmm. And he definitely loves the entrepreneurial spirit and sees what's possible when you put a lot of work and love into something. But then so does my daughter too. Like she's inspired by that. Like it's pretty cool when your kids get to watch you transform, literally metamorphosize in front of them. Um, but then it's also, I mean, I wouldn't wish what my children have gone through on anybody. I mean, they say goodbye to me and I'm still realizing the impact that that has had on them long-term because it was at such a pivotal point in their life and not realizing how much that actually played a part in who they are today. Mm -hmm. So while there's really a lot of good from it because they see that, you know, you can do anything, you know what I mean? And that I I wasn't letting fear hold me back and to take risks and to trust your gut. And they absolutely see that. But on the other side, they, they live through something that most children should never have to. Um, you led them by example. Yeah. You truly believed in what your purpose was and you went ahead and did it. Yep. Even I can't though, even believe it. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's like the most amazing thing. Cause I believe like a lot of people have their ideas and a lot of it doesn't come to life because they don't go, they don't jump on execution. Right. And I love that you executed and you didn't, I, I believe you didn't know much about working with no. the manufacturers at the time or anything. No, right? I learned, you know, baptism by fire. I learned on the job, everything I did. Mm-hmm. I asked, I truly believe a superhero is asking for help. So I asked a lot of questions and I asked for help. That was something that was very important to me. But yeah, I wasn't going to let anything derail me. Um, I don't know, I guess ignorance is bliss because I didn't know what I was getting myself involved with. But I was really clear. I also realized that I was in a, I was very privileged that I had the opportunity to do it, yeah. you know? Um, but didn't come out without a cost. You know, I worked a lot and I continue mm-hmm. to work a lot. Um, I sold all my jewelry except for the one piece I have here on my neck. It's like, I mean, I think I kept three pieces of jewelry. I sold everything. I emptied my 401k. I went into significant credit card debt that I'm still paying down. It's not like it was easy, but my family was willing to sacrifice in order for me to go after this dream. And I know that is a privilege that most people don't have. I know you're selling your products uh, in Sephora and Nordstrom, how did you get into those stores? That's a really good question. We did this the hard way. We always say it was one store at a time. You know, it was like one boutique at a time. But then in 2013, 2014, we were branded very similar to what way we look now, just a little different color palette, um, but still like the color blocking look. And people start to take notice. And we were launched in Henry Bendel's because we'd done enough trunk shows there that were successful. They launched us. They said, okay, great, but your packaging is not great. We changed everything. We got into boxes. We looked beautiful. 
and Henry Bendel's brought us in. And then other retailers started calling, Saks started calling. Anthropology sent me an email. A friend of mine put me in touch, like said, oh my God, at Nordstrom, you should look into, you know, into Indy Lee. Blue Mercury was, you know, they had reached out. So it was, we really had the benefit for most of the bigger retails then coming to us. And then as we got bigger, it, 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 things changed. Like, you know, uh, we have, we're, I'm very blessed that I was invested in. And um, the parent company, uh, the woman who runs it, Roy Corella Krebs, who's literally the engine that keeps this continually going at warp speed, you know, she, she took on the reins and said, okay, great. Okay, how are we gonna do this? So I would say from 2017, it wasn't like it was me like dialing for dollars or anything like that. <laughs> I, you know, all of a sudden we were plugged into a, this incredible machine and had sales team and whatnot. But I will tell you, the majority of the big retailers started off by coming to us. There is no one way. You have mm -hmm. to get creative. I was very lucky that people started to take notice. And, but don't forget, I was going into the, I'm a pioneer in the clean space. So there wasn't, there weren't the brands that there are now. Now you got to get really savvy because there are brands. But back then I was one of the new kids on the block. You know, we were, we were actually building the block. So yeah. it's very, it's very different. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, it, it's not lost on me that all of a sudden like an email came in from Sephora, not from Sephora, from um, um, Nordstrom or an email came in from anthropology and they, they were just going to bring me online. And then like um, a week later, they're like, okay, so we're thinking about 20 something doors. I'm like, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just been a really beautiful journey. Yeah. I'm so excited for you and your brand and how it's growing and it's doing great things. Um, or I'm really, it's really yeah. cool mm -hmm. to be in this space where we're still continuing to innovate and find new ways to engage with consumers. I think, you know, for me, community is everything. You know, I always said I want to build a community, a platform for change, to raise other people up and show them that sometimes you're going to be given lemons and you can make a limoncello. That's what it's always been about for me. And to see the community that we've built and continue to build, and it just gets larger and it's never been tearing people down it's always been about just how do we continue to raise one another up whether you're in the industry or you're just somebody who's interested in going into clean yeah. it is the it is it is one of the highlights of my life and i am i am so proud what an incredible journey this has been and continues to be and i'm along for the ride for as long as i can because this is just it's just surreal yeah. you're glowing Indy like <laughs> you're one of those people that I met that just really loves what you do and it shows when you truly are passionate about your career you know so um I am it's, it's, it's inspiring <laughs> and the skincare. <laughs> skincare love it um one I wanted to ask you so starting off when you first started selling your products was it like you're getting one and two sales every day or did it take off right like really oh, quickly? Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, that was one. Like I turned the website on. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. And my mother ordered, my aunt. Like it was not like, <laughs> like, oh my God, we can't handle it. It wasn't like that at all. It was a slow, slow, arduous build because you have to realize we were educating people that you didn't have to sacrifice 
efficacy and experience for clean. People were used to getting like ground, you know, avocados in a jar, if you thought about it. They weren't, they weren't trusting it. Like, what do you mean? I don't get it. What do you mean clean? What do you mean there's no, are there any ingredients in here? What is that really? So, you know, you have a lot of slow build to really convince boutiques and, and whatnot. And we were an unknown brand. And I, I have so much respect and I am honored and um, I really owe it to these boutiques and some of the beginning retailers who are willing to take a shot on an unknown brand and put them, listen, retail space costs money. And for them to take a shot at bringing us in, it's something I don't forget. It's why I still, I'm going to a retail, tomorrow I am flying to Phoenix for less than 24 hours Seriously, in 113 degree weather. Um, so taking a you know five hour flight so I can go do a master class for two hours. You know what? That's because they believed in us. Mm -hmm. And I want to be part of that. And I'm I appreciate you being so honest because I think there's a lot of people that start brands and then they don't see the results right away. But looking at other companies, they only see the end result. They don't really see the hard work that it took to get there. Oh, please. So. I've been like, it takes 10 plus years to become an overnight success. You know, I mean, I've been through it, but I never gave up hope. And I think that's a part of it too, is not mm -hmm. giving up hope. Financially, did it pay off? Like you were a CPA already making good money. You, you left your job. Yeah, that was the time. Yeah. not take a paycheck for um 10 years no seven years seven years so you kept reinvesting back into your company everything everything we made went right back into the company i literally did not until we were um invested in um i did not take a paycheck and yeah it, it's definitely paid a financial price for the family but they're and we're still figuring it out. You know, it's thoughts that once you're invested in, like, oh my God, you're racking in the money. No, we still need to prove our concept. We still need to work hard and we still want the money to go into the company Yeah. too. Um, exactly. My husband was working and he, he paid the mortgage so I can go after my dream. That's like, it's like a family. It was a whole fam. Like the whole family was- Oh, like everybody had to commit to this one. But you know- um, and my husband's like, this is all you. You know what I mean? He's, he doesn't want any, to know anything about it. This is all you. I know he's extremely proud of me. My kids are uber proud of me. But, you know, it's very cute. My kids really don't, I don't think my kids really understood what I was doing per se mm -hmm. until they both came with me to um, a trend show. Well, my daughter came to a couple of things, but my son came with me to a trend mm -hmm. show at Nordstrom and then a master class. And there were probably 400 people in the audience. We had never experienced anything. And all of a sudden, he heard my name called. And I walk out with a mic. And I walk and I work the audience for two minutes. Mm -hmm. to, oh, my son's calling me now. To really talk about what I was creating in two minutes. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's screaming, oh, my God. You know? And then he saw me. Excited to and he's yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is what you do? You yeah. for hours? And he's like, I had no idea. I had no idea. And so they're so, one, I mean, they both, you know, my son, whether it's a 
you know, someone who he's dating or my daughter has a friend and they're like, wait a minute, you know, Indy Lee. And she's like, that's my mom. And it's very, and they're oh, like, I bet they get a kick out of that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. My daughter said she's walked into bathrooms and women were using, um, you know, at school, the vanish stick. And she's like, oh, you like Indy Lee? And they'd be like, yeah. And she's like, that's my mom. <laughs> she's yeah, like, that's so cool. It's very, she said that part's really, really cool. I always say, whether you buy my products or not, the most important thing is that you remember that this is the life to live fully. And don't forget that. That is that is what I want people to leave conversations is that, wow, she's really embracing her life mm-hmm. and she is living and she's a testament to it. And I want other people to realize that they have that choice to, to live joyfully. And now I want to realize I have bad days. Don't get me wrong. I definitely have my bad days. I definitely have a day where I'm like, oh my, you know, stress. You don't know a good day unless you experience a bad day. And I'm grateful that I have bad days because there was a point in my life I didn't think I was going to have any more days. So I think that's also a part of it is that perspective. Like, okay, it's just a bad day. I got to go through it. And I think that's the thing. When you have a bad day, accept it, through it. But I always believe if you resist, persist. So don't resist it because it's just going to keep showing up. Mm-hmm. And then move on. And then hopefully the next day you wake up and you're like, today's a new day. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, I also meditate. There are so many different things. I go outside, I ground, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have tools in my toolbox on how do I stay centered and positive and I mm-hmm. practice them, but that's the other word. You got to practice. Do you have any upcoming big goals for yourself? Like writing a book? Oh my God. It's, if I had a dollar for every time someone says that to me, I'd be very wealthy. Um, I don't know. You know what? I don't know what the future holds. And I'm not so tied to it. I, everyone says that. I don't know. I don't know what kind of book I'd want to write. Well, how did you get your name, by the way? Oh, that's a good question. It stands for Independent Lisa. My name, my birth name was Lisa. And when I was sick, my family wanted to spend a lot of time on the phone with me. And I just wanted to start my li- my new life that I was reinventing or spend time with my children if, if I wasn't going to live much longer. And so I blogged under the name Indy Lee, standing for Independent Lisa, because I wanted to maintain some independence after this was through. I didn't know if I was going to have my vision, if there was going to be any long-term side effects or any of those things. So that was kind of my my mantra, my, you know, my call to action that I was going to like Indiana Jones, I was going to live it and I was going to keep myself independent. And so I named the blog that when we started the company, people said, this brand is really about you, but your name isn't really great on a box. And they asked me what my maiden name was, which was far worse. And (laughs) I said, I blog under Indy Lee, which stands for independent Lisa. And they're like, congratulations, that's the name of the company and you're changing your name. And so I've been Indy for now, I guess 13 years, 12 years. Wow. And I changed my name legally, everything. It's it's indie, it's changed. Is there any other advice you'd like to share? You know, I've always said surround yourself with incredible people. My team is like a family to me. They are the most incredible, hardworking, creative, passionate group of men and women I've ever been blessed to work with. Mm -hmm. I would do anything for each one of them. They believed in me and have taken a chance on this roller coaster ride called being yeah. entrepreneurial. And here we are being successful. I owe it to them. I truly mm-hmm. do. They lift me up every freaking day. A truly inspiring story. I hope you feel encouraged by Indy's story. 
And if you would like to find out more about her brand and products, please be sure to check out our website for the links. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on our website at www.dayoneway.com or follow us on social media.